And so what I found is as a rep company, we're more than just that relationship to the customer. We have to be a marketing arm for them as yeah. well. And, you know, when we begin those relationships with customers, we try to, or with principals, we try to understand that because yeah. that, you know, relates to the amount of work that we got to do for that principal yeah. to market their product. What will you do to unlock innovation? In today's fast-paced world, innovation might not be enough. Tomorrow's pioneers of change will need to be agile, able to adapt, and committed like never before. Your host, Santa Vending, invites you to listen in and join business leaders from around the world as they share their visions for success in our future business challenges. I'm your host, Santa Vending, and today I have Tim Paulus with me. He's an experienced business leader and the president of EI Sales. That's the manufacturing representative. So, Tim, welcome today. I'm, I'm really excited to have you on today. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. So, I don't think everybody knows you. So, if you just could tell me a little bit about, about your background, that would be a great introduction. Sure. So, I've uh, been in the industry for probably 30 years. Most of that was spent at Aero in various roles throughout the country. Um, uh, about five years ago, I decided to make a move and uh, uh, I'm working for a great company called EI Sales, which is uh, part of a larger organization called uh, EI Microcircuits. So we're, we're a rep company that covers the entire central US, but also has manufacturing and uh, other divisions that uh, build product. Nice. So you can support each other. So um, I want to talk about the, the manufacturing representative or the manufacturing rep. So a question here is like, you know, what, what does it take to be a great manufacturing rep? I think, you know, first and foremost, you have to have a team that's knowledgeable in the industry, have a good customer base, and then have systems and processes to back them up. Yeah. And have consistent um, processes so that when a manufacturing rep uh, comes to EI or any other rep company, they they have essentially a product, right? You know, I, I, I get X, Y, and Z from this company. And so yeah. uh, what we've tried to do is create a platform for our, uh, for our uh, manufacturers as well as our customers. When they come to us, they know they get a, a set product uh, from us. So we've tried to do our best to standardize around a system and a platform that um, brings manufacturers and customers together. Yeah. And, and how about the, the relationship? Because that's, that's really important, right, that you have. So how, how have that changed over the last couple of years? Well, definitely from a moving from a distributor role to a manufacturer rep role, it's it's a completely different relationship. Yeah. That being said, all the fundamentals are the same as far as trust and uh, uh, performance. You know, we 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 live in a world today where uh, relationships are key, but they're also built on performance. So, and it that that goes with our uh, manufacturers. They expect a certain level of performance, uh, but they also expect great relationships and, uh, and that trust that's developed over time. Yeah. Um, what about marketing? Um, have you done anything more unique? I, I like your website. I, I went and, and looked at that. It's really up to date and it, it really, uh, it's also mobile friendly, which is what you need these days. Yeah. Um, but, but what have you, what have you done 
uh, over the last couple of years as well to change, right? To be more digital. What if you can share some examples? Sure. Well, you know, it was a great opportunity to invest. We invested in our website, which you saw, and, and updated yeah. uh, the website so that it was more reachable. Uh, we we were based on an older technology. It wasn't very reachable. It wasn't the content. Uh, it is always a battle and you still need to develop content uh, for it. But our content previously wasn't super rich. And so yeah. we're, we're continuing to add content and build that out. Yeah. Um, so it was just a modernization of our website. And then we invested in tools uh, and try to do things that were very consistent, like my background. Uh, yeah. My team has the same background. Uh, we have a, a consistent um uh, message that we want to send about our platform. And so uh, the marketing of who we are was something we didn't do a lot of before. Yeah. In fact, um, when I came to EI sales, I knew of EI microcircuits, but I didn't know as much um, about EI sales when I, when I um, would, came to the company. And so I thought it was a great opportunity to tell our story, which is a great one. And so we've done that through LinkedIn and, yeah. um, and we've set up different pages on LinkedIn to support uh, not only the marketing of ourselves, but our principles as well. Because our principles, what we found is they're, they're in the same boat we're in. You know, yeah. how do you modernize your website? How do you market your name? Um, we also started a calendar of marketing events where yeah. we were setting up um, different events online for our principals and for ourselves so that our customers had a consistent message that was coming from us. So um, we've upped our game. We've connected to more people yeah, uh, and we've uh, reached out to more people to follow us. So th all those things are, are pieces and parts. And then we've also invested in other tools. Uh, Zoom info is a, is a great tool that we invested in to, yeah. uh, one shorten the cycle time of of when we you know try to connect with a customer to who we're marketing to without becoming a spam uh, uh yeah finding uh, the right people right yeah a, a yeah. spam uh, spamming person you know what i mean <laughs> so uh, that that was important to us uh, we yeah. wanted to send a message without uh, bothering people yeah so how do you use the content if you get anything from, from the, the principals for the manufacturing companies? Do you ask for something or is it them actually sharing with you and then you get creative and then share it on, you know, on your platforms? That's, that's a great question. So it depends. Uh, some principals are very good about uh, monthly sending out content for us to redistribute to our customer base, right? Yeah. Some principals have... Uh, need help in that area. And so in, in some cases, we've actually developed content for them so mm -hmm. that they can redistribute out yeah. to their customer base. And, and so what I found is as a rep company, we're more than just that relationship to the customer. We have to be a, a marketing arm for them as yeah. well. And, you know, when we begin those relationships with customers, we try to, or with principals, we try to understand that because yeah. that, you know, relates to the amount of work that we got to do for that principal yeah. to market their product. Yeah. So what about the relationship to distribution? And you've been in the distribution before, so you, you know it really well. Um, yeah. how, how is that? Because it's like you have the, the manufacturing, you have the rep, right? And you have distribution. Um, so, so how is that communication, the relationship? How do you make sure that it's, you're all on the same page? 
Well, I, I talked about a little bit earlier, but that marketing calendar. Yeah. Uh, you know, distributors have a big challenge. They have line cars that demand a lot from them and with yeah. a lot of lines. And our value proposition to them is to help weed through that and what will help them in their marketplace. I'll give a great example. We, uh, we had a meeting with a distributor in Austin. And in the meeting, the principal uh, brought up a, a lot of great products geared towards the cell phone industry and uh, the, you know, the uh, EV market and so on and so forth, yeah. which is great. It's not a cell phone uh, or EV hotbed. There are opportunities, yeah. but the, the, what the distributor really needs us to do is tailor down that information to their market because they're getting a lot of information. How can we help them? What customers is this market good, you know, good for specific to their, their market. So the more that we can do that for them, uh, the more value we're going to add to it because we all have roles to play, right? Yeah. There are sometimes those roles conflict with each other. And so the best thing that we can do is where we can work together and, and work well together. We help them do their job. And I, I believe if we do that, the, the relationship will grow and, and sales will grow too. Yeah. What What about the whole challenge on with supply chain as well, right? You still have long lead times. Um, um, yeah. And uh, it, <laughs> so long lead times are part of our business. And, and uh, yeah. it's, again, you know, where's our value in this whole piece? When I, when yeah. I, when I look at opportunities for salespeople, via distri distribution, our own team, or the principals, they're looking for what they can sell. And, yeah. uh, you know, we have lines that have lower lead times that may help uh, solve a problem for both customers and the distributor uh, or the manufacturer. And so what we tried to do is, and, and we did this, is we started looking at uh, uh, where the lines had product, what's in stock, what's available. We actually were sending uh, linked out uh, LinkedIn posts on uh, what was was in stock and that customers could use and design in that had a you know that had a, a good accessibility and yeah. so you know again solving problems finding your value for those customers and uh, distributors uh, and principals was what what we try to do. That being said, it is a tough market and. Yeah. And every day we're all uh, dealing with one supply chain issue or another, if not many. Uh, so yeah. it's the, it's, it is our life right now. Yeah. Let's have less expedite meetings, right? No. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I, what about the, with the manufacturing rep model? Because um, I've heard in different ways in the industry, some some principals or manufacturing companies are saying, yeah, we're a big believer, right? And then there's others saying, no way, this is a dying, you know, dinosaur that's going to happen. So what, what do you see in maybe five to 10 years? What's, where do you think the manufacturing reps are going to be? Well, I mean, our model is a little bit different. Right. We're a mixed mode. We have both our own manufacturing and our own. Uh, uh, we're an OEM of sensors. We're a manufacturer of boards. We're also a manufacturer's yeah. representative. Uh, the core of my group is, is that representative organization. It, it, I think we always are going to be reevaluating what our value is. Yeah. And that's the, the principles and to the customers. 
as long as there are a lot of uh, suppliers out there, they're going to need help accessing customers. I think what's going to change a lot is, and, and what's changed the industry a lot is the technology. And it's really important that we embrace technology to access customers and um, automate the sales process. So from my point of view, there's, we're still not quite there yet, but I think whoever figures, figures out how to automate the process um, uh, better and um, yeah. uh, make it more uh, easy for our customers and manufacturers to get to know each other and find value in their products, that person will win. Uh, and I think the rep organization has a great opportunity to do that. And, but they, they, you know, we need to embrace the technology as fast as our manufacturers are as well. And the manufacturers in many cases are doing that. Yeah. And then there's concern about uh, the term is disintermediation and, uh, you know, uh, and even the distributors may find it, you know, a concern there as well, because certain manufacturers are going directly to their customers. Yeah. And so there is a, there is a piece of that, uh, that we should all be aware of. I believe though, that, that if we, um, if we find new ways to add value, uh, the rep organization will continue to, to thrive and grow. And as long as there are new companies that are developing new products, they're going to need to find ways to market. Yeah. So that's good, right? That's the future for the manufacturing reps. Um, I want to talk about it as well with the, the generations. Um, you know, we have the young engineers, the older engineers. Uh, we have the one that's more digital, you know, tech savvy. We have the one that wants the printed catalog. Um, yeah. So what, what's your experience of, of the behavior or how you actually are going, you know, how you're reaching out to, to these uh, generations of, of different, different, different generations of engineers? Yeah, it's, it's tough. I will tell you right now, especially because, uh, and I don't know if this is a generational thing. I think this is more of a COVID thing is that more people are working from home. Yeah. And the only way to access them at home is via email, LinkedIn, that sort of thing, or a cell phone if you have it because they're yeah. using their cells today. And so the, the response rate as we reach out to customers is more challenging. And that's, I think that spans multiple generations. Um, uh, you know, it's not just uh, your uh, your your new engineer that's out there. Your yeah. I think a lot of people have found comfort working from home, and yeah. so how we reach those and how we market those has changed. Zoom Info has helped us tremendously. You know, it, again, it shortens that cycle time of who we're trying to access and who we're trying to get to. Yeah, um, that's been beneficial for us. But that's that is just a tool. It does yeah. not make the sale. And no, I, no, no, no. I, 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 I've mentioned that multiple times to my team. It is not a sale. It is a tool to get yeah. us to. Um, yeah, it, uh, it gives you, a, a, you the foot in, right? Or it gives you a lead. It doesn't right. give you the opportunity to sell, right? It's That's you, right. Yeah. That's right. And it's, and so, you know, how we reach out to those engineers, they, they do have different needs that I've found, you know, uh, younger engineers, Uh, you know, need more help and need more handholding. Yeah. And so there's, there, there's an opportunity there where we can bring in resources, technical resources to help them get what they need to get their job done. Yeah. And accessing them is a little bit tougher. I will say that's a, a challenge at times, but when you build that relationship and 
that relationship is based on, again, what I said before is performance, helping them, doing things for them that, um, that will get their job done, then I, I think I, that spans generations. As yeah. you're, you deal with your uh, more seasoned engineers, they just need to find what, what it is that they need to find yeah. to get their job done. So yeah. speed is important with all of this. Um, and good data is important, uh, which means good websites, uh, product availability, uh, having you know the data when they need it, yeah. And and the toughest part of all of this is is you know providing it exactly when they need it, finding out when that lightning strikes, being able to be there, and that's where I think technology will help us down the road. Yeah, yeah, and and you're saying no matter then if it's a younger engineer, more seasoned engineer, right? It for you if you can get that engineer to shine in the company, right? right. That's the value you're bringing, and then yeah. you shine as well together with right. yeah That's right. um so so what what kind of um information do you send or do you share so is it is it is it to link to the website to the manufacturing is it brochures maybe pdf or do you get is it video you know what's is it a little bit of everything or is that one of them that you can see is tra- giving more traction I, i would say it's a little bit of everything um video is important and it's yeah. driving more activity than 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 other forms of data But it is a struggle, and I can tell you, we've spent a lot of money on SEO on on, on some of our website properties, yeah. and got very little result out of it. And it yeah. was based on the type of content we were putting in there. It's an expensive venture. I mean, it's not yeah. a it's not a um, an easy thing. But videos are one area where we see growth, and that that does help us out quite a bit. Uh, but the content in general, I'll just say this is that depending on your principle, yeah, uh, the content quality and the investment in content um, on a consistent basis, and I think that's important, a consistent program around investing it, and that's print, it's email, it's video, seem to get the best results overall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and that's where, um, you know, we see the you know the just a consistent message out there around the product seems to be the you know the uh, the best overall tactic I, i always tell my team i'm like why does coca-cola still advertise yeah right because okay, we all know what coke is <laughs> we all know what coca-cola is why yeah. do they still advertise they do it all the time you know yeah. so and it's, it's just a consistent it, there's got to be a consistent process and and your and and it's you know trying new avenues Uh, to gain access to them. Yeah. We found even, you know, I, I was never a, a huge fan of this, but we found that things like trade shows um, uh, at post COVID, which yeah. I guess we're really not post COVID, but, oh, but trade shows have really picked up quite a bit for whatever reason, people want to get out and be out. Yeah. I think that's it. I think they're, you know, they're, they're closed <laughs> up. And so that uh, that activity was kind of surprising yeah. in, in the right venues uh, has yeah. been very good. So. Yeah. What, what about product training or lunch and learn? Have you had to change how you know your approach to that? Yeah, well, we've done a lot of, um, uh, we uh, invested in gimbals to do um, uh, uh, walkthroughs of some of our factories and that sort yeah. of thing. Uh, that, and we've done... Uh, 
video lunch and learns and that, you know, through COVID. And what we've done is partner up with, with certain uh, uh, principals to do more of a training, um, yeah. less of a marketing event, more of a training event. And those had some pretty good traction, but all of that takes content development, right? Yeah. And so that you know, that there, there's a burden on somebody to develop that information. Yeah. And, but we do find that when it's pure training and it's technical and it's helpful to the engineer, the less marketing, the better, Yeah. the more technical training and, and product that uh, that company sells woven in there seems to have the biggest appeal. Yeah. yeah Cause it brings value, right? It's informational, right. educational, and it, it brings value to that engineer. Sure. Uh, and the more you do that, as you're saying, right, less Coca-Cola, right? But it's your branding. The more you show that you're there, maybe they don't need you that week, but maybe they need you in three weeks. So if you show up every week with good content, um, you will be on their mind, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, cool. So, um, and I'm sure you're facing this as well, because I heard that with some manufacturing reps are saying, oh, yeah, you know, going to the office, right? And then suddenly there's only half the engineers because half of them are working at home and then <laughs> half of them are there. Um, so how, how, do you, how do you plan? Uh, is it all virtual now when you're doing these kind of, of events or do you, do you drive longer and saying, hey, yeah, no, it's really important. Actually, I just have lunch with this engineer. So I'm, I'm instead of just going 15 minutes to the office, now I need to take a, a drive an hour because I'm going to, you know, not into their home, right? But close mm -hmm. to their home. Well, I've seen the activity in face-to-face uh, -face visits increase across the team. Uh, yeah. They're, they're out making calls now. Customers are, are busy. There's a few that are still held back, but they're either meeting them at, uh, at their facility at, you know, they're meeting for breakfast, they're meeting for lunch. Yeah. Uh, so customers have really started to open up again. And uh, markets vary from and, and industries vary on how much access that you have to their team. But in general, I think people are ready to get back to, to the face to face meetings. And so we're seeing a lot of activity as we used to, I, I will say that, you know, there's still uh, and just looking at all the uh, travel receipts from for my team, you know, it's still not as high as yeah. it, as, as uh, pre pandemic, but it's yeah. it's getting back to normal. I would say, yeah. which is yeah. good. That is good. Yeah, we need it, right? I think yes, we do. And some kind of a journey. Um, so, if still, if you're looking back, and I, we're not out out of the pandemic, but if you, we we know all the negative. But if you have to take and saying, you know, this is one positive thing that actually ha helped or actually changed your company, what what will that be? I, I would say we we did a lot more work on the marketing piece than we would have otherwise. We invested in tools that. Uh, that still help us today and we're still using them. We, we have of the tools we adopted through the, the pandemic, we haven't uh, disposed of. They're still part of our, um, our process. Uh, we still use, uh, you know, all of them in different ways. Yeah. I, you know, I would say that we're not leaning on them as heavy. That's, you know, that's good, yeah. but it, it definitely is. Um, it's it's helped us as a company to to look at how we're imaged and how we're reaching customers, and I would say it's you know the the visits that you do have, you're more efficient about those visits these days yeah. than you've ever been before. And and on both sides, I think customers have done that as well. You know, do you really need to be here? 
or do you not? <laughs> uh, and, yeah. and, and the days of just dropping off, uh, you know, a, a data sheet to say hello, I, I don't want to say they're gone, but uh, you better have a pretty sp- specific reason to go into a customer these days. Yeah, uh, They're not just opening the door just to, to hang out and uh, drop off data sheets. No, no, no. Yeah, it, it's like the, the, the first meetings, right? You can have them as a virtual meetings. And then yeah. when you deeper into some of, of the problems or challenges and solutions, right? That's where you actually then saying, let's, let's meet up. Yeah. Um, what about the, all the, you know, with the, with digital and tools and, you know, everything is so fast. What about the responsiveness? Have you seen how that has changed that you need to eat, not work faster, but be faster, you know, to get the answers together? I would say, you know, from a, from an expectation level, we're, we're all used to uh, getting information and feedback like we do when we buy from Amazon. Yeah. Right? We want to know how good this thing is, you know, is it, does it work? Is it, you know, is it available? So on and so forth. So waiting um, to me, you know, correlates to potentially losing the opportunity. Yeah. So you, yeah. you better have good digital tools to, to, to give the information what, you know, to our customers when they need it, uh, when they're asking for it, or they're just going to move on. Uh, it's, it's too uh, easy to gather information elsewhere. And I think everybody's moving at a, a generally at a fast pace to uh, resolve problems and so on and so forth. They don't want them to sit. And yeah. so unless you are, you have some whiz bang technology that nobody else has, Uh, if you have a commodity or anything else that you're selling, you better uh, provide the data quickly in a way that's it's pretty consumable for the customer. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you about an advice. So if you're like a manufacturing rep and you are saying, okay, I need to start this digital marketing strategy, right? Starting on this journey. What, what, and it's big, right? You can do that. So many things you can do. Yeah. You, that's the website. You can do if it's Zoom info. You can do drip campaigns. That You could drown in it, right? Before you actually get started. So sure. if you want to, I don't know, if you have an advice to say, hey, you know, these are the, you know, this is the, take it further down, right? To make it a little bit simple. This, this, this is how they should start. What, what kind of advice would you give them? Well, I think the, the, what we started Uh, is what message you want to send about your company, right? What do you want to to do? And then, you know, and who you are. So you have a consistent process and a, and a brand as you, um, as you send information out. So we worked on that quite a bit at first. And then we looked at the methods, you know, uh, you know, LinkedIn is a common platform that many uh, people use. Yeah. So it, it can be overused too. So, um, you know, how do you want to, uh, position things on LinkedIn, do you have a company page or is it just individual pages? You know, there's certain things like that, that, you know, the basics of, of just how people access it. And I think LinkedIn's one that people access information on a day-to-day basis, but it's not, uh, you know, it's, it's not the end all to where you're going. And then we use tools like Constant Contact. We use Zoom Info. Yeah. Uh, we have multiple website uh, for our different, uh, different companies. And we, we use them to, to, to feed off of each other a bit as well. So I would just say from, from my point of view is one, what do you, what type of message are you trying to send? Or, you know, if it's just, if it's about who you are as a company or if it's about uh, your, your end customers products, I think there's 
there's a little bit of uh, planning that you need to do just on who you are as a company. And then next is, you know, start to look at the, the methods of delivery, where your customers are at, how they access data, um, and, you know, what brings value to them. Because in, in the end, if you're sending information out and it's spam or if it's, uh, you know, you're inundating people with information yeah. uh, that they don't want, they're going to turn you off and tune you out. And, yeah. Um, so we, we try to be very specific. Uh, and narrow down our message to certain people. And, and that takes technology and it takes time and effort to do that as well. But I think the return is a lot better when you do that. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. Um, so if any listener wants to, to reach out to you, how, how can they connect with you? The best way to reach me is uh, via email. Just uh, send me an email at Tim Paulus, uh, T-I-M-P-A-U-L-U-S at eisales.com is the best way to get a hold of me. And, uh, if you have any questions or if I can help anybody, I'd be more than glad to. Awesome. And I'll, I'll put the email as well in the show notes and also on the episode page on mindinnovation.com. So, so Tim, thank you so much. I, I, this was great to, to learn about, you know, how much you've done. And I think you've succeeded a lot just to hear, you know, all the tools you're using. I'm, I'm like getting proud of you guys. This is just... <laughs> well, thank you. No, that's a, that's We're trying hard. We're trying hard. <laughs> Keep doing it. Add videos as well. I think that's your next step, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye now. If you like Mind Innovation, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share the show wherever you get your podcast. You can follow Senna Vinding and Mind Innovation on Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. And make sure to check out mindinnovation.com. Stay curious and keep learning. See you next time.